Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience where no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. So happy to have you here with me again today. Uh, I'm coming to you right now from my hotel room in San Jose as I'm about to board my flight back, da, 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 drum roll, to the UK. Now, don't worry, I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> I'm not going to be sticking around for long. Um, I'm just there because I actually have tickets to see Elton John, which is, I know, hilarious. Um, me and my friend have actually had these tickets for three years, but he keeps like pushing it back because of COVID. Anyway, can't miss it. Going back for that to see family and friends. And then the next part of my journey is going to be a surprise. Um, But that is not why I am here today to talk to you, but I just wanted to update you a little bit with my life. In today's episode, I am joined by the fabulous Reed Davis, who is the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. And what he does is he looks at your health and well-being um, in a holistic way. So rather than just the standardized, oh, you go to the doctor, you feel like there's something wrong, and they say, oh yeah, it's your thyroid, for example, take this pill and you're gonna be okay. No, he he doesn't believe in that approach. Um, so what he does is a series of lab tests where every major system in your body is is checked and tested to see if it's functioning properly or not and then provides you with the correct aftercare that you need so this could be taking supplementation a lot of the times it's lifestyle changes and he will provide you with the individualized support that you need after you've had your lab test results back It's absolutely incredible and it's changing thousands of people's lives. I wasn't aware of um, FDM or functional diagnostics um, until very recently. And I've had a few friends uh, go see FDM doctors and it's completely (laughs) transformed their life. So this is an amazing interview. I can't wait to share Reed with you. So without further ado, here is the marvelous Reed Davis. Hello, Reed. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. It's great to meet you. It's great to meet you. Wonderful. And look forward to their conversation today. Yes, me too. Um, I'm really excited about our conversation because it's all about holistic health. And obviously, that's my jam with what I do. Um, so before we get going, um, I would love you to just introduce yourself to everybody listening today. Well, thanks a million again. And, uh, you know, I've always been a, a do-gooder and a guy that likes to help other people. And 
back in the 90s, I was actually saving the whole planet, right? So I was in environmental law and conservation, air, birds, water, trees, bees. And, and I really enjoyed that profession. I did very well for myself with it. And around the turn of the century, matter of fact, it was in May of 1999, I switched gears. I started wondering, instead of all the flora and fauna and the death and destruction going on there, uh, it started thinking about people. Mm-hmm. Well, what about people? What about us? And what about me? You know, I didn't want anything sneaking up on me. So I changed professions. I went to work uh, in a wellness center um, locally. Uh, my son was seeing a chiropractor there. He was a high school athlete back then. And I just was really interested in people instead mm-hmm. of, uh, again, the birds and bees and all that. So uh, it just one thing led to another. I started working there. I took some nutrition classes and personal training and myofascial body work and um, really trying to help people. And I learned so much. And here, But here's one thing that really struck me, and this is what got me off on what, what we're doing now, almost quarter century later. Everyone coming in the door, Kat, was, I called it the cycle of trial and error. They were stuck. I mean, I couldn't believe they'd seen six or eight or ten people already and hadn't got results or minimal results. You know, they're still searching. So they're coming into our uh, alternative wellness center for answers. And the truth is, I didn't know much at the time, but I also had nothing to unlearn. So I had a lot to learn, nothing to unlearn, because I wasn't was training in environmental law and lots of things. And I knew I could probably hack just about any subject. Um, and so one day I was out riding my motorcycle in the hills of Southern California, where I live, and I'm thinking about these people, and I got frustrated, you know, just flabbergasted. Like I said, number one, um, ripoff. Well, I can't believe you've seen six or eight. What do you mean you've been to 10 people and you're not better yet? You know, that was one. The other thing was, my goodness, uh, um, why are you putting your health in someone else's hands? Aren't we supposed to be in control of our own health? And I know I'm throwing a lot at you here, but so so one was, you know, just the cycle of trial and error. What a ripoff. Two was, uh, why are you giving your control of your health to someone else anyway? Yeah. And three was, damn it, I'm going to be the last person they need to see. I'm going to help them. I'm going to find whatever it takes to help. Poor old Mrs. Smith and Mr. Jones were coming in with very common complaints. You know, just all the things that we find today in stress-related disorders. We don't, don't need to go through the litany of conditions, but it's really extensive. And huh. so the other, so so that was my point of view. People caught in the cycle of trial and error, I'm going to help them fi- figure it out. And number, the other thing that happened simultaneously is I was taking these um, nutrition classes and other uh, courses and things and the, the the office where I worked, the, the center, uh, let me do anything I want. You can come back and practice on all the patients. Like, who gets that opportunity? So yeah. I took full advantage of it. And I ran into um, some people who were running alternative labs, alternative laboratory work, you know, quackery. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, but no, there were alternatives. So physicians typically weren't running the lab. Now it's been very much uh, integrated. Some of the into funct what they call functional medicine now. But um, I was became a lab freak. I just started running thousands of labs on thousands of people, and I did that for ten solid years there, cat. Before I ever tried to teach anybody anything outside, because you know I've, I have a course now and a lot of practitioners come to me for training but back then the only people i was interested in were, were the patients trying to help them trying to work out a system that by the way that a lay person um professional but not medically educated uh could help could do so it was a system that was created over the 10 years uh of looking uh for this Healing opportunities, a whole cluster identified. Love to give you uh, some insights into that. And then, of course, what can the person do themselves to take total control back of their own health? That was really important to me. I didn't want them relying on me. I mean, I don't mind running some labs and educating you, but then you got to go do the things, you know, and pretty much this is it. The secret is to learn to live yourself out of the problems you lived yourself into. So if that makes any sense, that's where I started. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I love what you're saying there, actually, because, yeah, you know, there's many times we go to the doctors, we don't know what's wrong, and that's just it. Like you say, we are completely helpless to whatever they say. And, you know, in my experience, um, it's not always a problem that a doctor can solve. You know, it obviously depends on what you have and what you're going through. But actually, I found it to be like a whole complexity of reasons. Um, you know, it's it, it seems to be a combination. It never seems to be just one isolated thing like you can just take a pill for and you can make it better. Um, so what what have you what are some of the the issues that you've seen that actually are causing people you know i mean what's the most common thing that you yeah see? Uh, uh well i want to address something you said that's very very important and it, it does go back to being responsible but more you know you get you got to start with these people kind of they're coming in for alternative and saying oh my doctor couldn't help me my doctor sucks my oh modern medicine i don't go for regular doctors you know and western medicine this well, they really were putting their ladder against the wrong wall. It mm -hmm. wasn't the doctor's fault. They just yeah. went to the wrong kind of practitioner for what they had going on. Because when you have a, a contracted downward spiral of poor health and it's really going down fast, then you need to see a physician. Yeah. You know, there's no, no question. But But outside of that, because they're great. Western medicine is the best at stopping the shortened or contracted downward spiral. Yeah. When, yeah. when people are in that situation, the observations I might make really aren't very useful. I need time. We need time. to. to so, so that's the ladder people have to get their, or that's the wall that people have to get their ladder up against. You know, it's like, well, that's, there's time. I can change. I can do things myself. I can... And we still run a lot of labs, uh, but it's and we use the data, but over a period of time where healing can occur, 
So when it's real short and downward spiraling, doctor. When you have time and you want to work with someone who's highly skilled and reading these alternative functional labs and explaining what it means and giving you things that you can do yourself to take control over time, that's what we do. So there was nothing wrong. You know, these people had things going on and they shouldn't have been blaming on their doctors. They really needed to take that responsibility. So having said that aside now, um, what the patterns I discovered over that 10 years, uh, not necessarily in this order, but what turned out to be a very nice acronym, H-I-D-D-E-N, spells hidden. And they really are hidden. A lot of that stands for hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, and nervous system. So that H-I-D-D-E-N, you can add to it oxidative stress and some other things. There's measurements for everything. I learned to do every test, every kind of bodily fluid and hair. You see, I don't have any left. You know, that's how much work it was. So, so, you know, a labor of love, had a lot of fun. But, man, did I run a lot of labs on a lot of people and, and, and really, really work hard to find out what's really wrong. And no matter how far upstream some of those causal factors were, hormone imbalances, immune system over, underreactive, you know, digestion, not breaking down their nutrients and absorbing them and on and on and on, all the ramifications, all the sort of little forks in the road. That's why um, I use this term and I think it's very appropriate. It's, it's along the lines of root cause. You've heard of root cause and everyone, oh, I yeah. find the root cause. We've got to find the root cause. Well, here's something I discovered having looked for it in places no one else was looking and in ways no one else was using and uh, far, far away from where the problem was manifesting, you know, what it, what it sounded like. And mm-hmm. so I learned this H-I-D-D-E-N system. I developed it uh, by just sheer determination, never giving up, uh, never thinking it was I was going to find the one magic thing because there isn't one. Here's what I discovered. There's no one root cause or even one causal factor. In the problems we suffer from today, there's always multiple causes. And here's something else you won't hear. They're all crashing into each other. These multiple causes are having an effect upon one another. And much of that is not singly measurable. And so that gives you a conundrum. You know, what do I do? What do I do? Well, you have to identify enough of this constellation of healing opportunities. Here's all the things we could find that were out of balance or malfunctioning. And then here are all the principles of health building to apply along the way. So to every cell, tissue, organ, and system. So so what I discovered was this hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N, constellation of healing opportunities and that they're all affecting each other and the person's in a state that i simply ended up calling metabolic chaos so that's what i used instead of root cause there isn't one it's metabolic chaos is what it is which explains a lot about um how uh you need a system if you're going to resolve metabolic chaos for an individual and they're all so different um, mm. 
you take this term metabolic chaos and you use a system that I developed to sort it out. We run the labs, like all of them on everybody. I don't run one lab. I refuse to use this. This sounds like method. And even your functional medicine practitioners today kind of specialize. They kind of have their niche. They have their training. They have their specialty because most of them are medical doctors. So that's just how that system works. They also have uh, billing codes and uh, diagnosis codes and procedure codes and, and things that they have to conform to to get paid. So they're really kind of not into metabolic chaos and fixing it all. They still are picking out, oh, it sounds like thyroid, sounds like irritable bowel disease, sounds like you have a parasite, you know, whatever it might be. And they yeah. look in that area for the root cause. God forbid, they might even find something. But the minute you lay down that diagnosis, Kat, the minute you do, you're probably going to ignore eight other things, some of which might even be more important or more causal. I love what you're saying here. Yeah, because and and I feel like a lot of what you're talking about actually comes from our lifestyle choices. Um, and this is why I am so passionate about holistic health because i recognize the body as a whole we don't just work from our brain or our heart or stomach or whatever it is you know we're we're all connected we're very complex there's so much going on there's all these chemicals passing through our body and actually i guess you could say i used to be in metabolic chaos for quite a long time and i used to have ibs type symptoms and i used to feel very tired with time and fatigued and i suffered with depression and there were all these different factors and I couldn't lose weight interestingly enough um it was and again I want to just point out what you were saying pick up on something you were saying there about the fact that it's not an overnight process right it takes time because you can't just expect everything to be okay overnight because that's not how we work we're part of nature nature takes time to heal too and you are part of nature and so like for myself for example I started looking after my nutrition, finding out what works for me, eating whole foods, hydrating well, regular exercise. Um, and then I started to feel so much better um, and wanted more. Then I started working on my mindset. And actually what I do today is try to minimize my stress as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because since I've done that, um, I, I've managed to get my, I don't, I don't suffer from depression anymore or, or feeling low, particularly for very long. Um, I feel calmer. My skin is brighter. Um, I have more energy. I don't, I very rarely get problems with my stomach. And this has happened over a period of time. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's taken probably um, a couple of years um, for me to actually get to the, the level that I'm at now. Um, and it is a process. So I, I love how you're saying it's not just one thing. There's many, many different factors that come into it. And I think that's so important for people to hear. You're absolutely right. And I, I, we are very like-minded in this. And maybe I'm using some terms you haven't heard, but you totally understand them because that's reality. You know, these, this idea of multiple causal factors yeah. and needing to sort it out and needing to apply what you're talking about is the principles of health building. And yeah. so I just want to say that we've, we've uh, also over all those years, 
not only discovered these healing opportunities that you you should get some data on. You should get your hormones, immune digestion, detox. We we run the labs. By the way, most of them are at home, uh, easy, not expensive. Um, you, anyone can do them. Yeah. From just about anywhere. And then what? Well, there's no just writing a prescription, and there's no cutting parts out. You don't, yeah. don't have extra parts, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't let anyone cut them out you know uh if possible so i'm not going to step on any medical toes that do what they do but what do you do then if you you live yourself out of the problems you lived yourself into so you are just spot on with this holistic lifestyle that includes starting with how you think your point of view about life in the world your ability to separate yourself from uh, all kinds of thoughts and emotions that might be overwhelming you and say, hey, look, I am a essential being that needs to uh, be more self-aware, more conscious of choices that I make and things like that. Don't do everything on autopilot. You know, so if you can get out of autopilot where you're just eh, you're yeah. just doing the same thing every day and you don't even know why. And but what what else is it's not working for you? Yeah. So your current diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation isn't working for you. By the way, that spells D-R-E-S-S, -S, dress. dress. We call it dress for health success. Again, this is not something that I discovered and studied each thing uh, overnight. I worked mm -hmm. in office for 10 years learning about these healing opportunities, H-I-D-D-E-N, and then I couldn't write a prescription. I couldn't do surgery. Didn't want to. No one wanted that. I had to actually, remember back to the beginning, I'm going to, damn it, be the last person you need to see somehow. And I had to learn very, uh, over the years, gradually, about how to find the right diet for each person. These are the influences that we do have control over. The right diet for each person. A sleep system for each person, because everyone's got their... Night shift, day shift. I like to do, I'm a night owl. I'm a early riser. I'm a, you have lots of different patterns. Mm -hmm. So diet, rest, the E is exercise. Goes without saying, your exercise program might be right for you, but not for me and vice versa. Yeah. And I know people I could never keep up with, you know, but that's right for them because they're, you know, like my kid, he's, he's 40 years old. He's still, got the fitness of a when he was 17 he's just quite the athlete you know i can't do that i'm 70 and and um so anyway but there's something right for me something right for you and so on so diet has to be individualized rest and sleep exercise and then the two biggies the two s's in dress are stress reduction and supplementation so stress reduction we could spend a whole show just on the different types of stress yeah. and sorting those out. You know, is it mental, emotional stress, existential angst, because you have no purpose in life? You know, that's very stressful. Oh, maybe it's accidents and injuries and things. That happens to be my personal sort of nemesis because I have, I have such a well-used body, you know, from sports and extreme things and motorcycling and kind of you name it. Um, I've abused it. So I have stuff I have to deal with. Um, your body doesn't know the difference between those mental, emotional stressors and the physical stressors. It just looks yeah. at them as stressors. 
not to mention cat of course the environmental pollutants and um oh, other yeah. things in the environment that we deal with which was where i started the whole conversation oh my so dress is our answer yeah i mean stress is like a whole i'm very yeah that's like one thing that I'm particularly passionate about is helping people become less stressed because I personally have seen how stress can be the causal factor to a lot of other issues and can actually um, cause you to become physically ill as well. And yeah, I, I feel like the, the less stressed you are, the better. And it can be very difficult in this modern world with so many stresses around us and all sorts of different reasons. Um, but I also just wanted to pick up on what you said there about, you know, thank you for saying this. <laughs> We're all individual. We're all unique. And there is no one answer that, that fits everyone because, yeah, people are made up of different different bits and pieces and need different things and what serves you might not serve someone else. And so it is always about finding what works best for you and what serves you. It's like trial and error. And that's that's basically what I did with myself, you know. Um, like I have a friend who would do a, an intensive HIIT workout every single day and run up a hill and back. And, <laughs> you know, that would be way, way too much for me. And it stresses my body out. And actually what works well for me is like a couple of HIIT workouts a week and, and a couple of yoga classes and walking. Um, and so, yeah, just as an example there, but it is so important to remember that, that, that we are all completely unique. And this is why with, uh, with like my coaching process, uh, I prefer to do the one-on-one -on -one coaching because I can then take that individual as an individual and find out exactly what's going on for them. And then I can find out exactly what's going to work for them. Um, so, yeah. I follow you and I'm with you and it has to be individualized and, um, you know, the, but trial and error isn't good either. Remember, that's what I first recognized quarter yeah. century ago was, oh, these people are stuck in a cycle of trial and error. That's, and most clients won't abide it. You know, it's you as a health coach practitioner, you can't just say, well, let's try this and let's try that. I hope it works. No, you have to have a system or at least the framework to work within. And that's yeah. what I found in, in the office in those 10 years was a framework. Again, the H-I-D-D-E-N, hidden, the hidden yeah. stressors and dysfunctions that are most commonly, or they're behind the most common health complaints, chronic, chronic stress-related complaints. And then, of course, the DRESS program, which is, well, what do you do about it? How am I going to fix all this stuff? It's used the basic principles and yes, you can individualize within the DRESS, but they they address dress addresses every chronic health condition. Yes. And again, as long as you're not in a very contracted downward spiral, which case you'd want to see a doctor to save your life if you have cancer and things growing that are going south really fast, um, you know, and and things like accidents. And certain infectious diseases like Ebola or something. If you come off a plane from West Africa and your temperature is 105 and you're bleeding from your eyeballs, you're not going to call your health coach practitioner or nutritionist or personal yeah. trainer. You're going to go get the attendant care because that's a very contracted downward spiral. 
once you're out of the woods, you know, and there's time, okay, let's start working on D-R-E-S-S. But we'd run our labs first, and that's the main difference between us and most of the other sort of coaching practitioner programs yeah. um, is, is the training in the lab work. It's very extensive. So when you say lab work, are you talking about like taking people's blood and like just specimens from the body just to try and work out what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to test your hormones, your immune system and digestion and detoxification. And so on the H-I-D-D-E-N plus okay. oxidative stress and some other things. And we're going to use saliva and urine yeah. and stool and blood. Okay. So we yeah. try to yeah. not use too much blood because no one likes going and getting stuck with a needle to get blood out, right? But they're much more likely to give up some saliva or something. And you can do it <laughs> at the convenience of your own home. So this is self-collecting and self-testing. That's what makes it where anyone can do it. You don't need a physician to sign for most of this stuff. It's um, it's um, not the kind of billable things doctors order anyway. They yeah. um, they order the standard things that are required. You know, people go in with insurance. Here's what's covered. Same old test. Oh, nothing to see here. You look fine. Um, here's your chill yeah. pills, you know. Yeah. And and so we know that doesn't work. That's what's not working for you. So, yes, you you could invest in some saliva, urine, blood stool, even hair. Like I mentioned, um, my wife just did a HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis. And it's revealing, you know, it's like her things sneak up on you with your old amalgams or you're eating too much fish or, you know, whatever it is, it shows up in some of these tests that you you want to know about these things. Why? Because they contribute to metabolic chaos. Yeah. And there's foods you're eating and there's exposures. Like if you travel and I know you're a big traveler, um, you can get exposed to things that your body isn't used to it doesn't have the local microbiome and whatnot to to defend it so you can actually get kind of ill you know yeah. and it's um you know we all know about travelers sickness oh yeah yep i i had a parasite uh not so long ago um and i didn't even know i had it but I, my stomach was just like super tight so <laughs> yes i know all about that one and um i was gonna say to you if, if if you have somebody then that comes to you, you run their labs, they get their results back, um, they then have the information that they need to understand what's going on with them. So from there on, what you're talking about is them taking the initiative to make lifestyle changes to create an optimal, healthy way of being. So what? how would they... Do you give them any guidance on how to go about doing that? Yeah, that's the other major difference between what we do in, say, standard medicine, where, you know, uh, someone might very caring and considerate. And listen, this is no not casting aspersions on anyone's motivations or anything. But but a lot of times people go to a physician, they get a test one and they get, oh, it's because it sounded like thyroid, let's say. Sounds like thyroid. I can tell you the symptoms. You'd know them. Sounds like thyroid. Okay, yep. God forbid they find thyroid, low thyroid, because then they're going to write a prescription. And go take this, come back in three months, and we'll review and retest, and we'll see how those test results are looking. Well, we consider that treating the test results. 
that's treating the paper. You're just trying to get the numbers right, and the other considerations aren't really uh, important enough. So instead, the answer to your question is, yes, we run labs. We identify the healing opportunities, what needs to be rebalanced, repaired, restored, whatever, some function or area. And um, yes, we then teach you and customize the DRESS program. Step two, customize the program. Step three is not, you know, here, go do this and come back in three months. It's step three is let's work together as health coaches and get the person to sustain the new behaviors and the, for, let's say, three months. So it's work together for three months, not come back in three months. And that's right. another major difference in the health coach practitioner world. And yes, we have the data. Yes, we have the solutions. And we're going to help you in, implement and adopt the correct patterns. That's incredible. That's incredible. So you provide this aftercare service as well. Well, the aftercare is after that, where the person now is empowered and can maintain it themselves. So I'll tell you how a little bit more specifically, once the labs are done and we've correlated everything, explains exactly why you feel so crappy, and then here's what you can do about it. Well, that's going to take some time. Like I said, we need time to heal. And so let's work together. And there is an initial period of relief where you expect the person to just feel better. You know, sometimes they're going to um, feel better really fast. They can't believe it, what happens when they change their diet and take some supplements and uh, start moving their bodies better and get more sleep and reduce stress. You know, like, it's amazing. Yeah. Some of the stressors we can eliminate immediately, like food sensitivities. We always test for those and so on. So so you could you get this relief care period where two, three weeks down the road, you know you feel better. You know it's headed in the right direction. You're not better yet, but you know it's going somewhere. Then there's a what we call a corrective time period, which will vary. Uh, we, we always like to think, give us three months and we'll see what can be really turned around or changed. And some things obviously are going to take longer. But um, you you have a relief period very quick to start feeling better. Then you have a corrective period where we're looking at things very closely and modifying the course a little bit. You know, there's a lot of feedback uh, from the, the changes in your lifestyle that you're going to relay, and we're going to correct course along the way. So that's a corrective period. Now, maintenance, so after three months, you might want to do some more correction. Just depends. Some retesting or some new labs that we haven't run yet, trying to troubleshoot a little bit. And then uh, at some point, though, we've educated people so well, you know, teach them everything you know, and then they're going to be living the life, you know. Mm. And they can maintain it themselves. That's the, the objective. Mm. So relief care, corrective care, maintenance care. Right. It just made me think, um, why are people getting themselves into this state in the first place? You know, what's actually causing that? Is it just purely lifestyle choices? Now, I understand some people may have medical conditions and things like that. But, you know. Oh, well. Just look at what people are eating. The, the S, we call it the SAD, the standard American diet. It's sad. 
the shit people shovel into their faces, pardon my French. Go ahead. <laughs> and sorry, French people. <laughs> <laughs> but the stuff people are pounding down on a daily basis, you know, they're not spending any time preparing their meals or even thinking about what to eat. And is it any good for them? Yeah. So they're pounding down uh, uh, garbage. Yeah. And then they don't sleep. And then they don't exercise. And then they have all these stressors, some of which they don't even recognize as stressors. And they're staying in a, a sympathetic state, you know, the, the fight flight. Yeah. Which now your immune, now your everything goes down. Your whole body will go down. You're you're in this um sort of an agitated state and might think it's normal. You might think that's normal. Yeah. And then yes. so so then uh, you know, and they're not, not investing. In their health, they're, yes. they're 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 on autopilot, you know. Yeah. They're not self-conscious uh, or aware, and and doing the things that takes a moment to to figure out. That's why they help. You know, when you're done with all that, you want to hire a practitioner who knows what the hell they're doing and can guide you. You know, and 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 you know, we can meet people where they're at. We, we're not gonna we're not there to spank you or to scold you or we're there to help you first recognize the problem and deal with it yeah but what you said there like some people think that that is the norm and that's what really like scares me and shocks me and they also think that there is no opportunity to feel better and this is a message i find particularly hard to get across in what i do because until I actually started looking after myself and caring for myself and loving myself and doing all my mindset work and inner work, I didn't know that I could feel this good. I didn't even know that was an option or available to me. I didn't know it existed. And so it, it's like, it, I see, I have friends who don't look after themselves and they think they're okay. And then they're like, what are you talking about that? Like, I'm totally fine. But I know that they're not because they're not sleeping. They have mental breakdowns. They've got headaches. They've got stomach issues. Um, you know, they've got all these these symptoms. And I think that's a good point too. You know, with the with the the mind body connection, spirit connection, you know, you're going to get clues. Like your body's going to give you clues. If you're not feeling right, you're going to get a symptom. And this is why I think it's so important to really start connecting to your body and i think a lot of the reason that we are in so much trouble these days is because we're so disconnected from ourselves and like you say we run on autopilot we're not in control yeah. at all yeah and it can be easy to do you know because we have a lot of pressure on us to uh perform to provide for our families to mm. this and that you know just everything and there's a lot of um negative energy and influence and darkness if you will and i'm no pollyanna believe me i <laughs> have faced some very harsh realities in my life and, and um but you know it is how you deal with it that matters and and yes. uh uh i could quote so many great movies and things about you know the hero who overcomes it you know and everyone gets to be their uh, their own hero I'm not saying that I wear a shirt under here that has a big S on it or anything, <laughs> and I don't have a cape, but 
but man, you you got to come out um, conscious of what the the right thing is, and there's training for it. You don't have to do it alone, and um, I, I just couldn't agree with you more that that you 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 did it by sheer force of will and determination. I'm not sure what kind of training you got on top of it, or help, or assistance, or guidance, or you know things, um, or uh, but. But um, it's a good place to start that the world is a cup half full, not half empty. Definitely. definitely. And as for me, yes, I guess what drove me to do it was like, I am fed up of feeling like shit. I'm fed up of waking up feeling depressed and miserable and my body not working for me or looking the way I want it to look. And I want to feel happy. And so that's kind of what set me up on that path, I guess. And here's the thing as well. I think you reach, you do reach a breaking point eventually. So even if you think you're okay now and you could be highly stressed and have this, that and the other going on and you're not looking after yourself, but there will come a time where your body's had enough because it can only take so much. And, yeah. you know, if you keep, if you keep, beating something eventually it's gonna break <laughs> unfortunately the um people do wait till it's too late sometimes but you yeah. don't have to and what you said is very important the symptoms are not the problem they're the result exactly. of the yes the yes. result of something a symptom is just a signal something's wrong and if all you go, oh, here's your pillow for that, um, you're not going to deal with the underlying causal factors. And it's probably going to downward spiral. And I'm mapping out an arch with my finger here. You know, oh, well, you're you're good till you're about 50. And then life's going to go downhill after that. The truth is, because I've studied anti-aging, you should go up to about 40 years old. And that should be a pretty optimum. You're not 20. Trust me, you're not 20 at 40. But at 40, you can stay there for probably 40 years. Mm. So at 80, you can be 40. At 70, I'm 70. I I feel every bit as good as 40. And um, and everything works good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have much hair left on top of my head, and it's white. <laughs> but other than that, I feel really good, you know, Um in good shape yeah. and do things every day and, and stuff. So, you, you know, there's no over the hill for me and, and our ilk, our ilk. You know, yeah. we, we say, look, I want to be 60, 70, 80. You know, my mother is 93 and she still drives and is the driver for her group. She lives in a home with independent livers and people who live independently and um, when they want to go out to the theater or something, my mom's the driver, 93. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, she has looked after herself. And my father died because he didn't. Wow. And she did. And she tried her best with him. But anyway. Um, well, there's just a, a little bit of evidence there for everyone to hear. And by the way, out of interest, do you know how old I am? No, I do not. I would not venture to guess either. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm actually 40. Wow, you look fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> but um, I feel the best I've ever felt. And 
I probably am about 10 years younger, you know, inside than I than I actually am. Um, but a lot of people do say, you know, even had someone earlier today where I'm saying, you're like, what, you're 40? No way, I don't believe that. Um, but this is the proof, you know, when you feel good on the inside and you're looking after yourself and you're taking care of yourself and you're loving yourself, then you're going to project that outwards. And this is like a, a side effect of it. It's not like I was trying to do this. All I was trying to do was feel good inside. And it shows, you know, when you feel good, everyone around you can feel that and they can see it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I you can take care of yourself now, Kat, and at 50, 60, 70, 80. I mean, my, I'm not claiming my 93-year-old mother is 40 you know she's not she's she's an old lady now but but she's still spry she still has a clear mind she still reads a couple books a week she still has a sense of humor and and on and on she even wants a boyfriend that's sickening <laughs> but, you, know, you get my point right <laughs> oh i love but, it can you find yeah, you've so, got to find her a boyfriend now you have to find I know, that's her job <laughs> No, but um, or maybe my sister will. And, and but anyway, so we're we're um, we're doing good and we're doing some good in the world. And it's because we kind of obey nature. If you think about it, you know, um, nature's been totally tainted. Um, people make chemicals and they make trouble uh, for everybody. And um you know, I won't say why this is, but you have to be aware, mm. you know, that what what commercials and um, I put this nicely, you know, uh, a lot of people just they don't have your best interest at heart. They have their own best interest at heart. It takes a special person who will be like us you know we're do-gooders we're helpers and yeah. that's a good thing and and it starts usually young you can tell i was a boy scout and you know the old joke about walking little old ladies across the street one thing i learned early make sure they want to go across the street first <laughs> <laughs> Don't just Drag them across. <laughs> so you get the point so so yeah um there's lots of us around and I think there's more of us than there are of them. So mm. so we can um, live, be happy. We can have a joyful world. Just got to keep working on it. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I absolutely love the work you're doing. And it's so interesting. I always find it interesting to hear when people have gone down the scientific route and like, you know, the testing labs, you know, done, you've got all this evidence together and it's like, uh, you know, it just confirms the way that I'm living, what I know to be true and what's worked for me and actually what's working for my clients as well. Um, so it's amazing to mm -hmm. have that confirmation from someone who's been doing this for as long as you've been doing it. You know, that really brings a lot of joy to my heart <laughs> to hear this. Listen, uh, the, the, imagine how you feel. The, the, back when I didn't know anything, really, I had a lot to learn, but nothing to unlearn. I was yes. just a honest researcher. I'm going to find out what's wrong with Mrs. Smith. 
and I, I, you know, put myself in the right place at the right time on all, all these different ways. But one lady very early on, she was coming in the office for chiropractic and I was trained in myofascial therapy. So I would do some trigger point therapy on her neck and shoulders and then put a heat pack on her. And then the, the chiropractic doctor would come in and, and do a treatment, whatever. And um, she was in a, for about her eighth treatment. And, and uh, again, it was this early when I was running labs. So I you know, wasn't as sure of myself as I am now, but she walks in, she's feeling depressed. I could tell so her head's just eyes on the ground, miserable looking. Hey, what's going on? Oh, Reed, it's this 40 pounds overweight. I can't stand it. It's really frustrating. And, you know, I, before I could get words out of my mouth, well, let's do something about it. And there's nothing I could do about it, she said. Nothing. She goes, I get the hives if I don't take this medication. And the medication makes me gain weight. And I've been on it for two years and I'm 40 pounds overweight. And I'm just, that's why I feel like crap today. And I said, um, before, you know, before I could get more words out of my mouth, she, she, uh, she says, and you know, I went to the doctor the other day, Reed. And he, I told him how frustrated I was. And he said, lady, you can be fat or you can have the hives. Take your pick. Oh my God. And Again, right before I get some words, she goes, and you know what? I told him I was really, that was very depressing. And so he said, I'll be happy to write you a prescription for antidepressants. <laughs> now, listen, remember the circumstances. I'm walking her back to the treatment room, by the way, as she's telling me this in the hallway. We had a big wellness center. And we're going, and she's telling me the story. And I get, we get to the room um, where normally I would have her, you know, go uh prone and, and and you know i'd work on her and put a heat pack on her. and but it, she's still standing there and i said you know um why didn't you ever try to find out why you get the hives going you know like and her head snapped around so hard i thought oh boy you're not going to need your chiropractic today you know because her head almost spun off her neck what 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 do you mean find out why i get the hives I go, well, you know, there's tests. We can find out. Is it foods? It was something in the environment or personal care products or whatever. There's all these ways to test for why you get the hives. She'd never been told about it. She hadn't a clue. And long story short, we sent her home with some kits and got her tested, found out she was eating some things she's very sensitive to and so on. And got her off those things. And she, in nine days, was off her medication and told her physician, I'm off the medication. I found out why I get the hives. Thank you very much. And within another couple of weeks, she was doing two things she hadn't done in two years, Kat. She hadn't had a hot shower or worked out to a sweat in two years because even on the medication, she got the hives. So no more of that. She's taking hot showers. She's working out to a sweat. She's off the foods that we're offending. And there were some other things that we did, but, but you know, lifestyle-wise. But but that was mostly it. And she it changed her life completely. And what I was telling the story for, so you could imagine how good she felt and imagine how good I felt. Yeah. Well, I really helped this person. And that inspired me so much. A, a, when she was like, 
tears in her eyes. Reed, I just can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and that you thought about me and that you had something. I didn't have no idea this is world of, we call them at the time, alternative lab work. Mm. Now they're a little more mainstream, but not much. So, so, um, so that's the joy that we all deserve to have in our lives. And um, there's different ways to get it. <laughs> I find it, I get mine from helping others, as you do. Yes, yes, very much so. And I think um, for me, because I've been on the other end of it, and I know how it feels when you do feel like you don't like yourself and you feel very low and you know, you're just attracting all this chaos to you, as well as metabolic chaos, <laughs> external yeah. chaos. Metabolic chaos. And I have dozens of stories like that. I tell that one a lot. If you watch other podcasts, I, I've told it before, but I have so many more with kids and yeah. um, like young kids and older kids, teenagers and women and men and even older women and men. Um, you know, it's just remarkable if you, hire an FDN health detective what might come about and yeah. um, you haven't asked me but I'll just say FDN stands for functional diagnostic nutrition yes. that's the name I gave what I'd created many years after I was doing it when I started teaching after 10 years of clinical practice um, it was in 2008 actually I taught my first class I had to call it something so uh, I, you know, I just came up with functional because it's very functional about how you're functioning. It's diagnostic in nature. They're not medical diagnoses, but we use tools to look for what's so we call it diagnostic and the functional diagnostic and then nutrition because I was a nutritionist and it's more about nurturing. So functional diagnostic, nurturing, nature, um, nutrition, and these words. Mm -hmm. So FDN, we just call it FDN. Now there's FDNers all around the world because we keep training them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's such a a whole approach from what you're saying, and yeah, I can see how it can be absolutely life changing. And um, the only thing I'm thinking that could possibly be missing from that is like I'm thinking like I do the mindset work with people to help them rewire themselves rewire their brains more positively um and I guess there's a natural element of that that happens because of you know the way that you change them chemically as well um but do you do anything towards mindset specifically or <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, personally, yes, of course, and I always try to be uplifting, and I personally meditate and uh, get away from all those thoughts and emotions that run through you, and they just do. And and I know that I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my emotions. I am an, an essential being that's um, got a higher level uh, or vibration or purpose or um, reality. Uh, and so that reality, um, you know, you can't meditate 24 hours a day. You got to deal with life. And in, in, in so, so you have thoughts, you have emotions, of course. But the more you separate yourself from them on a regular basis, 
the more I think realistic and self-aware you get, the more the better your choices can become because you're not on autopilot. You know, like if someone in the household brings some cookies and you know that you're a no cookie person, you get to make that choice instead of you just grab them. You know, because most of what people are grabbing, it is that subconscious. So the, the meditation helps me. So when you ask about mindset, um, it's that I need to be in control and only me, you know, not someone else. I, I, uh, um, you know, I, I mean, other than the great spirit and all that stuff, um, you know, I get to make choices. So your point of view and your mindset has to be that you can become more in control of your own life. And then there's people who are professional helpers. We, we get off on helping you overcome and transform and, and yeah. that. And you pay us, too. I mean, it's a profession. This is um, I haven't yet found out a way to do it for free. Yeah. I, I do it for free. For I mean, you know, I, I do lots of charity. Mostly I just write checks, but so I do lots of charity. But for for what I teach is uh, FDN, FDN is a profession. So we're professional functional diagnostic nutrition practitioners. Yeah. And it fits right in with anything. It's the perfect complement to anything else you're doing. And yes, mindset's in there. Short yeah. answer. Yes. Well, I just want to say the way you uh, talked about meditation there and why you should do it was so beautiful and i completely agree with you and it it is creating that separateness from your thoughts and your emotions that makes such a difference and why i try to encourage all of my clients to meditate or at least sit in stillness <laughs> because uh yeah it has such huge benefits thank you so much do you much have a favorite place do you have a favorite place that the uh, type of training or something that you that you like for that because i'm always researching and trying new techniques and things um i guess well i started out using the headspace app um and that was only really a couple of years ago and i just did bits like 10 minutes a day and so it literally is an app that teaches you how to meditate and so yeah i did that for like 10 minutes a day and then i started to do more and more and more and then I actually got into uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, the neuroscientist, massively, and started doing his meditations, which put me into a really deep state of meditation. Um, and he uses a, a technique called open focus technique. And this is for everybody listening, another podcast episode to listen to. If you scroll back much earlier on, you'll find one of my spiritual awakening. Um, but I talk about, you know, how that came to be and that was through one of his meditations actually that wasn't the purpose of it but it just happened that way so yeah very um very powerful he's a very powerful incredible person <laughs> well fantastic um I'll, I'll just throw out for people that are looking around um on top of what you just said um i like rj spina rj spina s-p-i-n-a uh he wrote supercharged self-healing Oh, and he yeah. talks about, um, you know, high frequency states of consciousness to heal his body. This guy was paralyzed from the mid back down from a uh, infection that destroyed his spine, spinal cord and all this stuff. And he, not to mention he had diabetes. He had autoimmune disorder. Wow. I mean, 
Yeah, and and then he got really sick. <laughs> um, but he healed himself through yeah. what we what we just talked about. So I have people go there. You know, I like Joe Dispenza and and some of the others, but but RJ, I, I get his book. You can listen to it. Everyone's got um, you know Audible credits, right? Mm-hmm. Just go go listen to RJ and yeah. start to become a little more self aware conscious and um you know the training for me goes way back but but i'll just i'll leave it right there yeah i mean i yeah i love this topic i could <laughs> i could go off on this pages <laughs> um amazing wow like i feel like we covered we covered so much there and i feel like um our values read are very very much aligned which i told you you know that makes me super super happy um, and I think you've given everyone a lot of a lot to think about, a lot to go away and process there. Um, and I just hope everybody that's listening um, has really found that useful and powerful. Um, so a question I wanted to ask you was, what do we need to do or what needs to change perhaps in your opinion in our modern society regarding our lifestyle choices and maybe the way even society is structured, what actually needs to change in order to, you know, help us to not get to such extreme stages of damaged health? This is such a good question that can't be answered really simply, but consider this. Um, We are a very special type of animal human beings and we have these things called consciences that are there to give us pause before we do something if you take a cat or a dog or another animal they don't have a conscience they don't know right from wrong they just know uh mouse chase it you know or with a dog you know, um, they might, <laughs> they see another dog and they want to do something to it, you know? <laughs> so, 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 um, so they have no consciences, you know, they, it's just stimulation, reaction, stimulation, reaction. We have a, this thing called a conscience that goes stimulation. What's the right thing to do? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, for the most part, that's how it's supposed to work. You know, Mm -hmm. think about it. Some guy says um, something and you could punch him in the mouth. Might be a right thing to do, but not very often. (laughs) It's it's more like I better think about this before I act. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that right and wrong. So the right and wrong comes from a conscience. And I think we need to exercise that. I think we need to become more aware that uh there's right and wrong and um that um unless you're antisocial you want to be do the right thing and there are, are unfortunately antisocial people who don't give a shit and um, i think it's two out of ten um, <laughs> so you're saying know. we should uh we should I, try to be more conscious about what we do and um that's it also reminds me of um, the Victor Frankl well, quote. You know, yeah. the, there's a space between stimulus and response. 
Yeah, the space between the, read some um, Stephen Covey. So Stephen Covey was a guru of mine in back in the nineties, early nineties. Um, you know, I went to some all kinds of workshops. That's you're talking about um, thirty five years ago, 40, 40 years ago, working on oneself. So there's a consciousness that you know of, of the planet, if you will, you know, of the people of the planet, and it's uh, very interesting. There's lots of groups, organizations. Hang out with other people who think like you. Stay away from bad people. <laughs> Again, two out of people, two out of ten people, are assholes. You know, if you really think about it, they're <laughs> they're they're, they're uh, really um, um, antisocial. And you see them on social media. You know, what I tell them, hey, this is social media, not antisocial media. Like, so you you want to be like that? I I don't know if that's a good answer, but that's my answer for today. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I've heard it said uh, uh, that you're the average of the five people you hang around with the most. Yeah. So take a look at that. And if they're, uh, you know, you know, you, you know, just take a look at that. And and are you bringing up the average when you walk in the room or are you bringing down the average? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so you, yeah. It's all about making that 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 conscious choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you so. feel like that would make a huge difference to the world and to our health and well-being if we could act with a little bit more consciousness. You, you know, I, I work on a little um, more in the physical aspects, not so much in the mental, emotional. You know, I know a lot about these things, but um, my real expertise is in the lab work. Like, yeah, like you have different types of stressors. You got your mental, emotional stressors. And by the way, how you perceive things can really affect your body. So your mental, emotional, how you perceive the world matters. Then oh, there's yes. the physical um, trauma that you might have experienced. People have been shot, had their legs blown off. You know, they have just had a car accident or fell out of a um, off a swing when they were a kid. Or, you know, you know, there's lots of physical aches and pains from injury. That's very stressful. So mental, emotional, physical trauma and such. And then also the chemical stressors and um, the downstream effects of that. And that could include chemicals from your own body. They're, they're biochemicals, chemicals, biochemicals, environmental stress, and all the bad things. Remember, that's where I started uh, in the yeah. 90s. I was an environmental uh, paralegal and conservationist. And man, I... I I studied the, how r rough some of these chemical dumps and spills and and pesticides and herbicides and uh, rodenticides and uh, you name it um, how how bad they are for us and, yeah. and even today we're we're highly affected with that's more my specialty so I I specialize in the lab work that would detect contributors to metabolic chaos help you eliminate those and also obviously in the functions hormone immune digestion detoxification. You know, how are those doing? How are those systems doing? And then obviously, what can you do to improve? And that's it. Yeah. So so that's the good I'm doing in the world. And it's it does the idea of consciousness and um, self-reliance and self-care come into it. So, yes, we're raising consciousness uh, at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I may be. Um... 
trying to help people, you know, not get to that extreme point. And I feel like you're kind of there for them after they've got to that point and like don't know where to turn. Um, well, so <laughs> we complement each other. Yeah. Here, it's very complimentary because, again, I don't specialize in the mental, emotional, spiritual, self-worth and, and all that stuff. I, I, I know about it. And what I found is that when people start to function better in their bodies, but paying more attention they also get more joy in life for sure absolutely absolutely um that's certainly been the truth for me my story and yes why i do what i do so ah amazing uh well i just absolutely loved everything that you said there and Thank our you. Whole conversation let, let, let me uh and you can put this in the show notes but i made up a, a special URL for your listeners. It's fdntraining.com slash wellbeing wanderer. Amazing. Named Thank after you. you. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so if that's okay, if people want to go and get more information, do they want to have like a free book or something there and just for your listeners? So it's fdntraining.com slash wellbeing wanderer. So I'd invite everyone listening to go there, get your free guidebook on the Dress for Health Success program, and uh, uh, we'll keep you posted on stuff. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. I will certainly put that in the show notes. And before you go, I have two more questions for you. So there's a question I ask everyone, usually at the start, but we, oh, didn't, okay. really, we didn't really have time, and that's absolutely fine because I think now's a great time to no, ask No, you're this. scaring me. <laughs> it's a very simple question um but everybody has a different answer and that is what does well-being mean to you oh man i would say a um sense of joy happiness satiation fulfillment um no cravings definitely has a you know no, uh no cravings um and, and satisfaction so i look at it and also energy so really good energy, solid energy, not nervous energy, but just energy to do work or to play or to think or, to, you know, and accomplish goals and tasks and, and things. So energy, I would also say absolutely the satiation um, that life is satisfying. My meal is satisfying. My wife is sat whatever it is, you know, I'm satiated. I'm not craving um, uh, anything weird yeah. <laughs> and then and, and then the then the joy you know the, that sense of well-being comes from uh those things and and again the absence of um of uh, craving or or pain you know so yeah. i don't know joy that's amazing yeah being satiated by life i love that and when you said craving i was like oh i really want some chocolate right now <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, there's a time and a place for chocolate. You know, we, <laughs> we're, not, we're not evil ogres that take away all the uh, pleasurable morsels that are out there. But you, you might have to just it's it's like, you know. Yeah, I don't believe in restriction. I think you should offer yourself everything. Um, but in moderation is the way that I feel. <laughs> Okay. okay, what's the last question? You have one more? 
Um, yeah, just the, the last one was, uh, I'd really love for you to share the most valuable thing that you've learned in life so far. Hmm. Uh, take responsibility. Don't be a victim. You know, it's just the way it is, and there's something you can do about it. So for me, um, you know, I I try to have no rearview mirror. I don't look behind me. You know, um, I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking for what can I do? What What's over the horizon, you know, that's coming your way? And, you know, keep that uh, positive mental attitude. That's, that's going to be good stuff. Now, look, bad things happen. Yeah. But it's how you take it. I think Rocky Balboa once uh, said, you know, it's not how hard you get hit. It's how you come back at it, you know, or maybe you get knocked down. Something like that from Rocky 3 or 4, one of those. He's pretty much just telling his kid, quit being a wiener, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's it's how you deal with it that matters. Yeah, I don't um, know if that's helpful, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's helpful. That's a that's an amazing message. That's like super powerful as well. And yeah, I can completely, completely aligns to my beliefs as well. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Kat. It's been a real pleasure. If there's anything that you find out your audience really liked that I was saying, we can come back and talk about that. You know, I mean, I mentioned yeah. hormones, the immune system, digestion, all, all the things, you know, and then the, the, the protocol diet rest. I've done whole hours just on one item diet you know like well how do you know what's the right diet and you know i yeah. i have a way of figuring it out so so have me back if your audience likes me and um yeah. just just reach out my you know me my team we're all here for you and for everybody fantastic what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put a poll for everyone listening at the uh connect this uh -oh. on spotify <laughs> Um, and I would just like you all to just put in there if you want to hear more of what Reed has to say or you want a certain to, to go into a certain subject more that and you want him back on the show, um, just put your answer in the poll. So this will be available on Spotify, not on Apple. Um, yeah, fantastic. And lastly, where can, where can everyone find you? Should we just go to that link that you're going to provide? Yeah, ifthentraining.com slash wellbeingwanderer is Fantastic. the very best place and uh then we'll know for sure if they like me or us <laughs> or to find yeah, out more yeah. whatever Hopefully it is they like Go me there. Too. <laughs> amazing and, yeah, of course I, I think it's been a great interview thank you Fantastic. you're so welcome thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show all right ta-ta Oh, that was such a great interview. Reed is so much fun. I really enjoyed talking to him. I hope that you loved today's episode and you found it helpful and interesting. Once again, a huge, huge thank you to Reed Davis for coming on and being fantastic. And if you would like to get in touch with him, all his details are in the show notes. And don't forget, there's a poll to vote in, vote in if you would like Reed back on the show. And if you have any questions for him, you can also type it in the Q&A. This is only available on Spotify. And Reed has very kindly created an exclusive link just for listeners of the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast 
to access his health guide absolutely free. So that can also be found at the bottom of the show notes. And of course, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by finding my details in the show notes or heading on over to my Instagram at the Wellbeing Wanderer and sending me a DM. Always love to hear from you all. Thank you so much for listening today. It really means so much to me that you join me every week on the show. And if you are enjoying it, please don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review on Spotify and Apple, as this is how I get the show to grow bigger and better and reach more people. Now, sticking with tradition on this show, as I like to do, I am going to leave you with my final parting message. The groundwork for all happiness is good health. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Oh,